I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Just me at the top of the show to do a bit of housekeeping. So let's get this out of the way right away. So exciting news. So that Comedy Republic show that got postponed, we have a date. So March 6th. So if you had a ticket for the one that got postponed, I can't remember the date, Bring it along. Come along. It's an awesome lineup. Not the same lineup as before because not everyone was available, but it's going to be lots of fun. The lineup's always great. Just trust me. It's going to be great. So that is March 6th, Saturday at 4 o'clock at the Comedy Republic. So make sure you get a ticket. Go to joshua.com.au for all the tickets for anything I'm going to say today. That's where you go. So there's that one. There's also the Comedy Festival podcasts on sale, a season pass for only $50. And thanks to everyone who's been taken up that offer because there's not that many left so get in quick i looked at what i was in 2019 and way more season passes already sold than the entire season for that one so don't dawdle it's going to be lots and lots of fun some very good lineups already i can tell these are the names who have confirmed okay i'm only doing four shows ross noble nina Oyama, luke heggie tommy dasilo it's going to be fun make sure you come along those are Sundays at the European Beer Cafe, 6 p.m., so a bit later, which is good because it means you can go and see another show after that and, uh, yeah, not have to do that awkward waiting around in the city for a while. So do that. Also, Ben Lomas is going to talk at the end of this show about our show, apparently, which is on at the Imperial Hotel. Make sure you get a ticket to that one as well. That'll be lots of fun. And also, everyone who's been um, coming on board the Patreon, thank you so much. It's had a bit of a bump. My plan is I want to get, I want to get five hundred. I want to get five hundred Patreon subscribers for the end of the year. That'll be great. That means I can quit all my outside jobs and just focus on doing the podcast and comedy. Oh, the dream. Anyway, so go to Patreon.com/slash/dykwia. Whole bunch of top fives up there, which is you might get the previews on the Fridays. They're always fun. Go and listen to the entire thing. Really, really good stuff. That's all I need to say. Enjoy this episode. The story at about 58 minutes, incredible. That's all I'm going to say. One of the best stories that's ever been on this podcast. That's all I need to say. Five stars on iTunes if you can. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. See you after this music. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what because who knows why. My name is Joshua and this week I discovered I share my name with an English YouTuber who so far has posted 10 videos all in the last two weeks, all of him playing the game Warzone with his friends Harrison Sian, S-I-A-N, is that Sian, Sean, Sian, I don't know. Sean. Sean, okay. Look, they don't really talk to each other during it, but they seem to be having fun. Now, in 2020, I would have made fun of this, Josh Earl, but in 2021, you do you, Josh. Whatever gets you through lockdown, you're doing fine. (laughs) Hey, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I do, I get four very funny people, and I quiz them all about their lives, so let's meet them now. Our first guest, 
shares his name with an audio engineer in Melbourne who works at a place called Cool Tracks with an X. Can you please welcome from the Like-Minded Friends podcast, it is Tom Allen. Yay. Hi. Hi, Josh. I think I've met Hi, that Tom. guy as well. I think I've met that Tom Allen. Tom Allen, yeah. When, when you were in Melbourne last year, maybe he came out to the show. He went, I'm going to go see the person with my name. Well, I had to record a voiceover and they did it down the line when I was oh, in Australia. Wow. I think if he's the guy who wears dungarees, does he wear dungarees? I, he, he, didn't put, he didn't put that on his LinkedIn profile. You wouldn't though, would you? That's say. the last thing you'd put. That's all, almost the opposite of what LinkedIn's there for. It's there to disguise your dungaree wearing. Mm-hmm. Our next guest is a first timer to the podcast. She shares her name with a clinical therapist at a juvenile detention centre in San Bernardino. But the one we have here is from the big film Buffet. It is Susie Youssef. Yay! Hello, oh, Joshua. Hi, Susie. How are you going? Good San San Bernardino. That's a like oh. I, I've heard of that jail. So that's a that's a big one. <laughs> I didn't know they had a juvenile detention center there. I thought they were the people that made sparkling water. Oh, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Susie. You haven't been on before. I haven't. I'm so excited. I love this podcast. So you've thank been, you for having me. You've been booked for a live show, but we 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 didn't quite make it work. Oh yes. That was many years ago, though. Many years ago. Sorry for disappointing you, Josh. It's all right. No, it's good. It's good. I like new people. Also joining us is another first time at the pod- put to the podcast. They share their name with a recruitment team leader in Sheffield. Can you please welcome from the You'll Do pod, it is Sarah Keyworth. Yay. Yay. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. I actually only agreed to this because I thought it was the other Tom Allen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grossly disappointed. Uh, have, have you been to Sheffield, Sarah? Have you met this other Sarah Keyworth? I haven't been to Sheffield, no. And I haven't, I've never met another Sarah Keyworth, but sometimes they do message me on social media. Have you never been to, you've never been to Sheffield? Yeah, I've been to Sheffield, but okay. I haven't met, I've not met Sarah. Right. Literally, you've never been to me. Is that what you're going to... It yeah. sounded like the song. <laughs> I've, I've yeah. been to Sheffield, but I've never yeah. been to me. I've I, never I, found I myself. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say Sheffield is paradise, Tom. I've been there. I've spent 24 hours there. It's not... <laughs> It's not the best place. Well, you've got to give it more than 24 hours, Josh. That's not fair. I yeah. was very hungover there, to be honest. I, was very, I, I, I clogged someone's bathroom uh, sink. <laughs> oh. That wasn't a hangover. That's just Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> and finally is another first-timer to the podcast. She shares her name in pronunciation only with a woman from Shillong whose Facebook says she's in an open relationship. Can you please welcome from Taskmaster New Zealand... All the film, baby done. It is Angela Dravid. Yay. Hey, hey. Yeah, so I, I couldn't find another Angela with two L's. Yeah, I think that's a typo. Oh, <laughs> you, your parents did a typo? Yeah, I think because my parents have English as a second language and I think I think it was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But it's, it sucks because both my names look like typos. Dravid looks like David. <laughs> my dad's name is David. David Dravid? Yeah. That's good. That's, I like that name. Yeah, but it looks like David Dravid. There's, there's, a, there's a politician in uh, WA who's called Gary Gray. And every, like, uh, spelt G A R Y G R A Y. And it looks like he's dyslexic and colorblind. It's great. <laughs> All right, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. In this round, I'm going to read out a status by the four of you, and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. Your names are your buzzers. If you get it correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. So you can't buzz in for your own ones. Poker face is on. You can't lose, you can't lose points is what I'm saying, Tom. Okay, fine. Yes? I just had a question of like, sometimes I can't remember some of my social media, I mean, to my 
in, inevitable downfall. I can't always remember what <laughs> I put on social media. So is that bad? That no, that's fine. That's fine. probably I'm amazed I don't brain. Do, I'm amazed that I don't do more like drunk tweeting. It's a it's a it really is uh, a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. If you're buzzing for your own ones, the, the listeners will know what will happen. So don't worry about it. It's fine. Okay. All right. Question one. Some guys come like they've stubbed their toe in a library. Sarah. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sarah. Uh, I've, this is a solid guess. <laughs> Every comedic bone in my body wants to say Tom Allen, but I'm not going <laughs> to say that. Um, I'm going to guess Angela. As you guess. are correct. Yes. yes. That is a point there for Sarah. Yes. Wow. Well That's done. really yeah. the sense of what kind of vibe you give off. This is the first. Yeah. This is the second time Angela and I have met on Zoom. Wow, I didn't realise they gave off that vibe. <laughs> you have got shelves behind you. Are you actually in a library, Angela? No, but I do shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Oh, right. I see what you did there. Yeah. No. Is that yeah? No, I very much. I very much like this because I remember many years ago a comedian. I can't remember who the comedian was. But they were saying what women hate most about having sex with men, and it's like silence, and then just the ugh—that's <laughs> the worst thing. What? What? What is that? Just the, the they they're, don't say anything. It, okay. <laughs> they don't say anything for the for however long they're doing it. From the yeah. two just to make any type of noise, fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then they say nothing, and then just. Ugh, that that's it. That's all they do in America. It's they say, Americans make a lot so of. So I'm noise. not missing out on anything, is what you're saying. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's different in America? Well, not that I'm hugely experienced, but um, every time I've been there, uh, I notice um, they love to make a song and dance about it all. Oh, oh, they, okay. oh please! It's like, come on! I thought so, you're not auditioning for a musical. The end was different. <laughs> yeah, in a way, in I, I a way. found that actors are very vocal. It's kind of like they're doing that me 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 exercise <laughs> at the same time. I guess saves time, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. Words. Just down there saying Irish wristwatch on it. All right. <laughs> Question two: A great way to reduce the signs of aging and cover those pesky bags under your eyes from many sleepless nights worrying about aging is just to hold something up in front of your aging face. You're welcome, Tom. Yes, Tom. I think I feel like that's the sort of um, I want to say world weary comment that someone like Sarah Keyworth would make. Well, you would be incorrect. That is actually Susie. You. I was going to say that. Susie. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. something I would tweet, but I'd never use the word pesky. <laughs> uh, my mistake. My mistake, Susie. But you, mm. you don't. You're, you're not aging at all. Right, I've, got great, I've got great lighting. <laughs> Sarah, on the other hand. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah is haggard. <laughs> Sarah's no, only Sarah. 17. Um, you could be 17. Actually, Sarah, Sarah, you look 17. You could be 17. I so. do, yeah, it's true. You're all, yeah. We're all doing great. That's a humble a, a, brag as well. And, and then mm-hmm. Angela, we're looking good too, right? You, you all look amazing. Right. I just woke up, so. And yet you look amazing. <laughs> from a nightmare as well. It turns out nightmare sleep is your, is your perfect sleep. Mm-hmm. I so, just, yeah. Yeah. I just po- think we all look good for on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The listeners can't <laughs> see us. We look amazing. Someone posted last night an old photo of me from 16 years ago from the comedy festival, and I used to think, oh yeah, I've aged okay. And now I look at that, and my, I'm like, oh my eyes of just yeah, I've I, I've aged so much. <laughs> it's it's yeah. No, you I haven't, still, Josh. That's hard to agree fine. with You're when we're looking at you right now. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying I look bad. I'm just saying. 
in two, 2005, oh, amazing. Can no, I just you're, <laughs> you're, you're not saying you look bad. You're just fishing for compliments now because yeah. you obviously look good. Yeah, no, last week you I said you had two children and I was like, this is a teenage pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I turned I'd, 40 I, this year. Josh, I did uh, cut out for quite a while there. Should I change my internet situation? Um, or did you not notice? I did, we didn't notice. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we'll All see right. how we go. Okay, question. <laughs> no, 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 you I'm look, back. You look good for 40 as well. Thank you. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. I will be very soon. Three, th- three months. I know. Three months' time. Wow. I'll be 40. Tom Allen so. just threw up in his own mouth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Qu- Tom- 40. <laughs> Tom, Tom Allen's mouth just became a sink in Sheffield. Like, I only like... I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Question three. Autocorrect is out of control. Just wrote authoritative and it changed it to author's tits. I'm clearly not author's tits enough. Susie. Yes, Susie. That sounds like Tom Allen. You are correct. Another point there for Susie, yes. Did I put, when did I put that up? That's, I was <laughs> thinking, that sounds witty. Who writes that? <laughs> I don't remember putting I it. it. I think it was like so, about Tom seven Allen. years ago. God, I thought I deleted all those tweets from back then. You very... did a heavy scroll then, Josh. Was, you did, Josh does some heavy scrolling. Yeah, deep diving. Deep yeah. dive. It's, it's very easy. You just put in the dates of when you want to search from and... Most of the times I want to search from is before Trump was elected, when Twitter was actually funny. Um, mm. yeah. Twitter was fun then, wasn't it? Just a few yeah, recipes fun, and um, yeah. <laughs> did something fun Question today. Question yeah. four. I just want to hear a motivi- motivating story of how someone procrastinated their way through life and achieved happiness. Susie? Yes, Susie. Sarah Keyworth? No, that's Angela Dravid. Yeah, I don't want to hear any dick jokes shit. and then the thoughtful stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. You swing way. wildly between dick stuff and pensive material. Can, can you yeah. do both? Can you merge the two? Mm. Um, thoughtful so, dick stuff. Oh yeah, there's a lot of thoughtful dick stuff. That's the genre everybody needs. That's <laughs> yeah. the la- That's like the last genre, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> the last frontier of genre yeah. merging. Yeah, I think so. Right. I buy it. Like, I think, I think that might have been like just before the dick. The dick. I was just like, oh, maybe no. Go straight to dick jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. There's a fine line between bougie and breakdown, and I think I found it when I put sun-dried tomatoes on crumpets this morning. Oh, uh, Angela. Yes, Angela. That's definitely Sarah. That is Sarah. Yes, you are correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I did do that, and I tell you what, it was delicious. Well, I can't imagine the like acidity of the sun-dried tomatoes on a crumpet. Oh, it's the yeah. fat content of the butter. Oh. And then the acid of the tomato. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Angela. Was <laughs> right there butter there as me. well then? There was butter and yeah, tomato? Yeah. Oh. Not going to lie, the, to- the, the tomato was not planned. Yeah. So I did, I got buttery crumpets and then I lost my shit. Oh. Yeah. Did you put salt on the tomato? No, I didn't salt it. <laughs> I wasn't trying to die. <laughs> Have you, yeah. have you been cooking much in lockdown? Is this like, are you experimenting with different flavours and different like recipes? Is this something you've uh, been doing, Sarah? N- no, that was approximately 10 days after my breakup. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. It, yeah. Oh. So I'd say that that was, that was peak uh, depressed. Um, and I decided to document it on Twitter. 
Yeah. Could have put some basil on it and made it an English pizza. Oh, that would have been a great name for it as well. But finally, something culinary we can be proud of. (laughs) (laughs) Crumpet (laughs) anglaise. I think I got. That's going to be in a restaurant in two years' time. Yeah. And I'm going to be fuming. I think I got food poisoning from a sun dried tomato in like 1998, and I haven't had one since 1998. Susie, tell us this story. What could go wrong with a sun dried tomato? Well, I think it's that all the oils that it sits in, if, if something goes a little bit funny with that oil, then mm. it can really affect you. Rancid anyway, it probably oil. probably wasn't that. It could have been anything. It could have just been a flutter of anxiety and then I just, you know. Blamed the tomato. And for about yeah. seven years, Susie, you would have had real trouble finding food in a restaurant because some oh, tomatoes yeah. were in everything, or semi-dried tomatoes were in everything. Yes. And now you don't really see them that much. No, which is good because I don't have to yeah. face my fears. Or constantly vomit every time you went out to eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like in the year 2000, like a, a, a focaccia with su- semi-dried tomatoes and salami or ham was, I was all the rage in Launceston. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, next question. It does question. sound delicious, to be fair. Yeah. Reading a newspaper on the train, like eating chips, so much nicer when it's someone else's. Susie. Yes, Susie. Tom Allen. That, that is correct. That is Tom Allen. Yes, put there for Susie, yes. God, I was good on Twitter in the old days, wasn't I? <laughs> kind of like, I could have gone on a greetings card. And Yeah, but you could also tell this one was quite an old one because it actually was a newspaper. Like, not just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's scrolling on their phones. <laughs> and also a train, which... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah pre-lockdown. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. So much old language in that tweet. <laughs> Yeah. Also chips, who eats them? Who's eating carbohydrates anymore? <laughs> what is someone else? <laughs> uh, question seven. Insomnia has its perks. It actually doesn't, but this morning was beautiful. Tom. Yes, Tom. I feel, based on our conversations already, I feel like that's an Angela. No, that's a Susie Yusuf. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. I feel like I want to look at you, Susie Wins. I want to connect it to the bags now. Yeah. The, the, the bags comment. The bags mm. under my eyes? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't have it, but just uh, you, I, can, I can see your mind. <laughs> I can see the bags. Now, now, Susie, I should, for the listener, it is 7.24 in the morning right now for me yes. and Susie. For Angela, it's 9.24. For you other two, it's, it's night time yesterday. Are you morning people? And this goes for everyone. Is everyone a morning person or not? I would say I'm like a morning person. M O U R N I N G. Really. Tom Allen never gets out of bed. Uh, never gets Tom, out. Tom would love. Wears a veil. <laughs> yeah, just dr- dressing up. It's the, you get the black suit on. Yeah, I'm there. Top hat. He looks so good. Have a shim of so the good. comedy world. He's always carrying some lilies. Yeah, Where, where's, where's the veil to hide the smile because he knows how good he looks? It's like this is. The... Yeah, I love it. I actually think I actually think one of those hats with a veil would really suit you, Tom. Well, thank mm. you for saying that. Like I... Just jaunty to the side. Is that one yes. of those ones? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd like that. I, I think popular in the Moulin Rouge era. Yes. Yeah. But you've got such a good shaped head. I would leave that. Oh, thanks, Angela. Free. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I um. A lot yeah. of people say I, I look a bit like an egg. Exposed. An egg. <laughs> Um, but um, an yeah, but it's a compliment. Egg-shaped face is quite good because it's got a you know heart shape, a sweetheart sort of chin. Oh well, thank you. Oh, the only time I think about the shape of my face is if I'm trying on sunglasses. So there's yeah. been no need to do that for a while. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> no sunshine, <laughs> no shops. So, but thank you. Are you a morning person, Angela? No, definitely not. Oh, thank you for getting up to do this then. Oh, I do get up if I'm in someone else's bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a morning person then. Uh, Hang on, am I in the library? Yeah. (laughs) Are you okay? What happened to your toe? All right. Next question. Said to my goddaughter that she could use this time to learn to tie her shoelaces, and she stared me down and said, I'll tie my shoelaces when I'm dead. (laughs) Uh, Tom. Yes, Tom. Is that Susie? No, that is Sarah Keyworth. I put there for Sarah. Wow. Yeah. That kid is um, it's a true story. definitely in mourning. How old yeah. is this kid? Uh, she's 10 now, and I think that was a couple of years ago. So, yeah, around yeah. eight. That's, it's, hard, it's hard to respond to that. Yeah. She, has, she's, she has incredible quotes over the years. Uh, <laughs> she once looked me dead in the eyes and called me a dickhead because uh, yeah. I told her she wasn't allowed to pee in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point she was like six and I was like that's funny but I have to be angry at you right now <laughs> you can't stop it from happening though can you no it's fantastic yeah. I'll, you I'll just have to try and, and not a, approve yeah I have a six year old and a nine year old I remember when my, my nine year old was like two or three we were in the bath it happened in the bath I think kids get quite you know thoughtful in the bath and he just looked at me and said dad when you're dead I'll be sad because all the songs in your head will disappear and I was like Oh, oh my, my God. God, good night. Oof. Wow. Christ. Yeah. Well, when kids are cynical, it makes you really question what's the point of living. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I, was do- I was doing that anyway. It <laughs> sounds like song lyrics. That's so beautiful. I know. It's, mm. yeah. yeah. And now he's giving me the finger all the time. So, you know, they grow, they grow <laughs> out of it. They grow out of it. What songs right, are in question. your head? Are they songs that you... I used to sing him songs. Like, it seems songs to bed. Like, and I... I wrote a show about, I did a kid's show and I, it was called Oliver Up a Tree and I wrote it about him. And um, I, I promised my youngest one I'd write a show about him, but I haven't done that yet. Um, whoops. Uh, would you, uh, um, <laughs> would you write the, the songs down just, just for when you die? Yes, it's all in the script. So he Great, can find perfect. it. Yeah, I've, it's yeah. on Bandcamp. I should have said it's on Bandcamp, mate. You can buy it for five bucks if you want. Like, all the songs are there. You also, like, yeah. you have to write that show yeah. for the other kid or you're going to I was just life. thinking like, you may as well just pay for the therapy now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Where was my show, Dad? Where was my yeah. show? <laughs> well, the money I saved on not doing a show and having to cancel due to COVID, I put in a fund and you can use that now. Uh, <laughs> You could either go to therapy or go traveling. Your choice. <laughs> Question nine. Whenever I say an anal joke on stage, everyone tenses up, which is annoying because you've got to relax to enjoy it. Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Susie. No, that was Angela. <laughs> I put Angela. Damn it. I, I re- I, my instinct was Angela, but I didn't want to just immediately assume Angela was yeah. doing <laughs> sex stuff again. But I should no, just go with my gut. Yes, do, exact. Uh, if this show teaches you nothing, it's stereotypes are there. Like just, yep, there you go. Just, <laughs> I, I wish that I had said that. <laughs> it's a great joke. It is a good yeah. tweet. I want to know, did, did that tweet get the response on social media that it deserved? Uh, I think it got like 300 likes or something. I don't good. have a big Twitter following. Yeah. Yeah. So well, maybe after cracking. this, listeners of the show, go in, find, just type that into t- 
Twitter search and then give it a retweet and a, and a like. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if the don't you know who I am bump will, will get this up. People want to like it, but they don't want to admit that they've had anal, which is yeah. like, kind of like you've taken a shit. Well, you've done anal. <laughs> I like the idea that so many people would. <laughs> So many people would wo- like Google the wording of that anal joke that it would in some way trend yeah. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Tense anal hashtag trending. Yeah. <laughs> and this one was from Instagram. It's the last one for this round, and it's it's got a picture. So don't buzz until I read what the picture says. It says, "This is the worst thing I've ever seen at a service station." And I once saw a guy drop a toddler in a bin, and it's a sign that says, "It starts when you sink in his arms and ends with your arms in the sink." It was like a, a bumper sticker. Angela, is that Sarah? Yes, it is Sarah. Yes, put there for yeah. Angela. Yes, <laughs> that is terrible. Mm. Yeah. Which one? The arms yeah. in the sink, or <laughs> and the the toddler in the, the bin is the also. Bin. Let's let's start with the arms in the sink, and then we'll go. It to makes the you think of a musical. You know, there's Fiddler on the Roof, and there's Toddler in the Bin. <laughs> toddler in the Bin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fiddler on the Roof, and a, a roofie in the Fiddler. Oh, he's got nine You know. Oh. Uh, you know when adults wrote really amusingly pretend to drop their toddlers in the bin? If you see it, well, he was doing it as like a joke, but then he sort of yeah. ah. he lost, he lost, he let go of one leg and this to- he went in. Uh, it was amazing. Was, was, Michael Jack- oh, wow. was it Michael Jackson? Yeah. It was Michael Jackson. Yeah. 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 It was a crazy day. Was he the carrying the child over. upside down? Yeah, yeah. Well, he was dangling him and it was a joke. Oh, and no. was like, oh I'm going to put you in the bin. Um, yeah. And then accidentally relinquished one leg. So the, the toddler, he didn't go all the way in, but he, he, he was... He was and you bin. can't you can't pick them back up because they've already gone bad once they've gone in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you just got to open a new one. So, <laughs> all right. At the end of that first round, the scores are: Tom, you're on zero points. You can get any points that round. That's fine. You can you can come back. Sarah, you're on two points. Angela, Ooh. you're on four points, and also on four points is Susie. Hey, it's close. Yes. Wow. All right. This round is called We Are Family. Now, we all have family. Sometimes that is great. Sometimes that's not so great. And in this round, I think this one is pretty great because we get to meet the Yusufs. Now, when Susie was a young girl, she shared a room with her sister. But what happened in that room that drove her mum crazy? Was it A, her older sister refused to eat her school lunch but would hide the uneaten sandwiches under the bed? Her mum couldn't figure out what the smell was, lifted up the bed to see what was now liquid sandwiches. Completely covered in mould. So that's A. Or was it B? The room was quite damp and mushrooms would grow from the carpet. Her mum continually tried to get rid of them. Unbeknownst to her, though, Susie's sister was watering the carpet, wanting them to grow. (laughs) That's B. (laughs) Or C. Susie lived near a creek and her sister saw a bunch of tadpoles in the water. She scooped them up in a container and took them home. Of course, they all turned into frogs and Susie's mum had to find them all and dispose of them. Now, one of these is true. You can ask Susie as many questions as you want to try and get the truth out of her, but bear in mind, she wants you to get this wrong, so she gets your point. You don't I have want to answer all of them to be true. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to answer it all together. You can answer individually. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. What kind of what sandwiches? Your... Sorry? What kind of sandwiches were they? We used to make uh, sandwiches at the beginning of the week. They were always either peanut butter or Vegemite. So very boring mm. because there's six of us. Then. Wouldn't go mouldy as quickly as yeah. you think. But, yeah, lovely. should have done that. Yeah, mm. but she just but she didn't she did not eat very much at all. But I don't think bread goes to liquid. Do you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it's, it's not. It depends how long you leave it. 
How long are we? And also, it's a it's a very damp household. Damp enough to grow mushrooms. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How did your sister water the mushrooms? Do you know those sprays that they have? We call them selector sprays from like hairdressing salons. Um, we would both do it. We would both stand over the carpet and spray them before we'd go to bed and then just like giggle at each other like they're going to come back again. And then my mum would come in. She would use like one of those like a pizza cutter and like cut along the carpet line and get all the mushrooms out. And we just kept spraying the carpet because we loved them. We thought they were magic. Well, they weren't. Well, they're not magic mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you were watering them. Laughing. <laughs> 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 Amazing <laughs> dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Did this you is ever in, this eat is in any Sydney of the as well, right, Susie? This is Sydney, so quite quite hot. Yes, this is very humid Sydney, and this is also we lived in a cul-de-sac near a telephone tower, so there was probably something going wrong. But um, a cul-de-sac yeah, isn't naturally grow. a cul-de-sac isn't a cul-de-sac isn't naturally like dank, is it? Oh, but there's no air th- airflow, Tom. Because it just, just goes <laughs> to the end and then it stops. <laughs> yeah, I'm just painting no a exit. picture, Tom. <laughs> See, the oh, Brits right, in this situation like... thinking a cul-de-sac is actually usually very lovely and. Civilized. How long did the tadpoles take to turn into frogs? Uh, I think just a couple of weeks, actually, because we would put them in um, con- in Chinese food containers under our bed, and so there was uh, there was about three or four the first week, but they all kind of became frogs at the same time. How big were the frogs? Just tiny, like the size of your thumb, the top segment of your thumb. I've never said that before. That bit. How did your mum dispose of them? She said she put them back in the garden, but I think she flushed them. Can you flush frogs? I, I don't think you should. I don't think you should because they jump out, wouldn't frog, they? they it? Jump... It yeah. I think a frog would hide under the, um, the, not the lid, but the bit that the water comes out around mm. the side. Oh, and can you imagine yeah, the fright you would get? It. Imagine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to change my diet. I've shat some frogs. Reminds me of the film Magnolia. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, great film. Yeah, one of my favourites. Although I, I, I don't understand the ending though, but it's a great ending. I think I looked it up. I think it's something about like, well, if all these weird things can happen in the world, why shouldn't it just one day rain frogs? That's oh, okay. But it's kind of, it's a bit of a leap. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like a uh, proverb that was badly translated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, you were on board... You were on board with the mushrooms and you were on board with the frogs. Were you on board with the sandwiches under the bed? Because I imagine that was quite unpleasant for you. No, horrified. Absolutely horrified. Also, just wasting food was like a very chubby child. And the thought of wasting food just disgusted me. How did your mum find out about the... The smell. She was just, just searching for the smell. Yeah. And you didn't, you didn't tell her? You didn't think to tell no. her? No. Also, because I was terrified of my older sister. Oh, I see. Oh, the plot yeah. thickens. So it's not out of loyalty, mm. it's out of fear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is it, all, is it all girls in your in your family? Yes, Susan? six girls, yes. Six wow. girls. Wow. And how many How many to a room? Two to a room or did someone get their own room? Alison, the eldest, the scary one, had her own room and then the rest of us. In this household, um, there was only five. We didn't have Anne until later. So it was uh, two, two and Alison had her own room. So your so eldest sister was scary and your sister in your room was scary? No, the sister in my room is my favourite. She's not scary. She's still my favourite. Yeah. But she was the one with the sandwiches. The uh, the eldest is the one with the sandwiches. Oh, it wasn't your bedroom then? No. Do you include the frogs as 
part of the siblings as well living there. (laughs) (laughs) Only two of them, the ones with long hair. So were the mushrooms in your room? Yes. Right. My shared room with Terry. And were the frogs in your room? The frogs were in my room as well. But the sandwiches were in your older sister's room? Yeah. I'm drawn more towards the frogs because I don't know... Mushrooms, like you'd have to live in a very... um, I don't. I know. The, I know. In Sydney, there are various climates. You grew up in Sydney, right, Susie? Yes. Yes. Um, but I don't know how quickly mushrooms would grow in carpet. And I think if the carpet was to be growing mushrooms, I think you'd have uh, maybe a tiled floor or a, even a. I don't know. A, we weren't very well off, Tom. We, we weren't replacing carpets with tiles just because of mushroom a mushroom situation. <laughs> Susie, I. I had no idea this was a sad story. <laughs> <laughs> it was so right, poor. We didn't have to put carpets. We just had mushrooms. mushrooms to eat. <laughs> Sorry, if this is true, I'm going to feel terrible. I should make fun do, of it. What do people think? Uh, Sarah, we'll start with you. A, B or C? I feel like the sandwiches ring true. But that means that makes me think, because Susie has already displayed that she is a proficient liar. Um, <laughs> She hasn't flinched at any of these questions. I believe all of them. That's the problem. Um, so, and I, I, I agree with Tom. About, so I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say C. You're gonna say C? Okay. Oh, I, oh, oh I don't know. Yeah. That's, fuck that's it. the tadpoles. Uh, Angela. Um. So I don't think the sandwiches one is true, just because I don't think that would turn into liquid. Because there's no, well, I mean, the marmite would probably draw out the salt or, you know, the salt would draw out water, but there's no water content in the bread. I love this. Um, And then I also thought that you, um, Sarah, oh, sorry, sorry, um, Susie, have I been calling you Sarah? Sorry. Um, No, yeah. Susie came up with um, the the stuff for the um, mushrooms quite quickly. Um. But also, I was quite vivid with the the frogs. I don't know if frogs are that small though. As they grow, uh, I'm sure. I was I, I was drawn, I was small, more yeah. into the the mushroom, mushroom. story. You so gonna, gonna say B? Yeah. All right. And Tom? <sighs> it's very <laughs> tough, actually, because as we know, Susie is a terrible liar. But um, <laughs> I think that. Um, I I first of all thought that the tadpoles, the the, mush, the the tadpoles or the frogs, but then I'm put off by the tiny size of them. I think they're bigger than that, um, and that which would suggest to me it's a lie, because if anything, as a child, a frog would seem bigger, not smaller, and um, <laughs> and then uh, and then the mushrooms, I was kind of drawn towards, and I think no, you don't like if there was enough moisture in the carpet to grow mushrooms, you, it would be wet under your feet and everybody would notice. It'd be very difficult to, to hide. Um, and so I'm drawn now to the one I thought was least likely, but I think the putrefied sandwiches in the bed. So that's what I'm going to go with. You're going to go with A. The correct answer was B. It ah. was the mushrooms, people. So Susie gets two points. Uh, Angela gets a, gets a point there. Yeah, so... What? Mushroom. Did she really cut them with a pizza cutter? She used to cut the edges of the carpets because they used to grow between the between the carpet's edge and the um, skirting board. Yep. 
and we Terry and I were loved them because we we you know we grew up in stories of like May Gibbs and, yeah. and Enid Blyton so like something growing out of the carpet we're like where will this go um and, <laughs> no, and yeah we would just we would just spray them without because mum would always spray our hair brush our hair and then put it back in the bathroom and we would sneak into the bathroom and grab the spray <laughs> and it was under yeah. our beds as well so you'd have to go under your bed to do them oh in my yeah. so I thought the mushrooms were like literally a carpet of mushrooms i thought it was like i'm trying to think of like some sort of toadstool city of um mushrooms that appeared every day and i thought that doesn't sound right but would that did you did you think that we skipped into our bedroom and kind of yes and all the mushrooms are sort of red and um actually the reality is it's much bleaker isn't it i actually so i i read a story on reddit which was a guy I, this is why I thought it was real. It was a guy came into a sock, put it under his bed, and then like looked under his bed, and there was a mushroom growing from the sock. Oh, 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 that's oh. horrendous! So I was like, "Oh, maybe Susie's story is true." <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm tired and also incredibly gay, and I heard that <laughs> the start of that. And, and when you said a guy came into a sock, I I sort of heard it like when someone. <laughs> Like like he came into money, like someone. Had given, like, <laughs> I completely misunderstood it for a second. Oh no, it was a money shot, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, God. Also, if only been wearing socks had, in that library. Eh? Yeah. Also, some people had had questions about do sandwiches go liquid? I can confirm they do. Really, oh. Because when I was a child, I didn't eat eat my sandwiches. Mum would make me bread rolls, and I wouldn't eat them, and I'd put them in my front pocket of my school bag and just leave them there. And then I remember one day we had a, what was called a courtyard assembly, which was when something naughty happened at school and the teachers were like, everyone get to the courtyard, we're going to yell at you. And a boy behind me tried to steal something out of my bag, opened up the uh, back pocket, put his hand in there and just liquid sandwich kind of went in his hands. And no one ever stole from me again. Also, I never liked eating my sandwiches as a child. Is that a thing? When you're a child, you don't like... Why would would you like that? I just wanted to play at lunch. It was like, oh, this is... Food's getting into my playtime. I'd rather go and yeah. run around also, and do stuff. A no, sandwich is really bad in your school bag. Yeah, all yeah. for half the day. Mine would always like slide apart as well. Yeah. Yeah. I ate all my sandwiches. We would have a, we had a deep freezer, like something that looked like it came out of a corner store. And we would make like 50 rolls or sandwiches and then it, you would put it frozen into your backpack and because of the Sydney oh. weather, it would defrost by the time you got to it. It turned into a mushroom. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> you had six, oh, there were six kids. You, 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 yeah. Like the people would have to be on top of it at the start it was, of the week. Yeah, it was, it'd be, yeah, yeah. Every morning. All right. At the end of the round, the scores are Tom, still on zero points. Still zero. Still zero. Still Two points. Angela, five points. But now in the lead on six points is Susie Yusuf. Yes. All right. This round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If it's a lie, you'll say nah. A point if you get it correct. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So you can ask some questions, try and get the truth. So to Angela. Sarah's family love to share. So much so that if they've had a few drinks, her mum will happily recreate in elaborate detail the birth of Sarah for all to hear. Yeah or nah? Yeah. You gonna say yeah straight away? Oh, sorry. Do I need to? <laughs> you don't, if, you, if you think if you think it's, if you think it's true, don't wanna, don't wanna ask anything. You can just say yeah. You well, know, um, do you want to? Can you explain in elaborate detail what the story was? 
Um, yes. Uh, so, um, well, actually, they more they more often would tell the story of um, of my brother's birth because uh, he was it was very it, it, he was very premature, and uh, my mum went into labour uh, in a in the toilet of a pub. Um, oh. Yeah, and uh, my dad tells it that he, um, uh, my mum went off into the bathroom, uh, and then the waiter came over to him and was like, "Oh, I'm, excuse me, sorry, is your wife pregnant?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, uh, how do you know?" Uh, and this woman was like, "Oh, because uh, she's uh, she's giving birth in the toilet," uh, and my dad was like, "Okay, I'll uh, I'll finish my drink." Um, <laughs> So um, he likes to. I, mean, I feel story. like that's a yeah, but um, I want to hear more about um, uh, what do, what's your mum like when she's married? Is it your mum who re- who retells the story? Uh, my parents sort of double team it, to be honest. Oh, um, double act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please don't okay. say that again, Sarah. Kim. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but when they tell the story, it's mum. <laughs> no, um, uh, no, yeah, no, they t- they tell it together. Um, uh, in fact, recently uh, I, I brought a girl to my parents' house, and um, my brother was not there, and they told the story of his birth without him being present, which was um, <laughs> very strange. And That's I texted story. him during it and was like, "It's very, very odd, but they are talking about your birth again." <laughs> Do they still go to the pub? That that same pub? Uh, well, no, not now because nobody's allowed to go to the pub. Oh yeah, of course. Sorry. Um, but yeah, no, um, they, I think I think they. I don't actually know, to be honest. Or to yeah. name your brother after Sheffield, the pub as well. <laughs> is your oh, brother yeah, called well, the King's Sarah's, Arms? Sarah's brother's <laughs> name is, is called Armitage Shanks. <laughs> I was just thinking about Armitage Shanks today. What a funny brand that is. I really wanted it's to a mention. Great name. Yeah. Like, and I didn't even realise it would be an international brand, um, but obviously it is like of porcelain ware. Armitage yeah. Shanks. Who are they? Sounds like a prison. A, it sounds like a prison, doesn't it? Is there a prison that's <laughs> oh, very similar? That's a bad prison you've yeah. gone to if it's Armitage Shanks. It sounds like a name you, you could check into a hotel under. <laughs> like, uh, hello. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one room for Armitage Shanks, please. They'll be like, sure, Joshua, yeah, get inside. <laughs> also, I think if you're All using right. a fake name, you're not usually checking in on your own, are you? I thought fake names in hotels <laughs> are for like affairs. <laughs> Josh doesn't really want to be it just wants an evening's piece. <laughs> just me. Armitage Shanks. <laughs> Single room. Armitage Shanks, yeah. please. If Make my sure wife calls. the toilet is there. <laughs> Armitage Shanks does sound like a an alter ego for Army Hammer as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Army Hammer just wants to come into a sock and throw it under his bed yeah. in the security of a hotel. <laughs> he loves to do uh, what do you think, Angela? You think yeah or nah? Yeah, I think I'm going to say yeah. You are correct. There's a point there for Angela. Yay. I um I lost the ability. To, I just had absolutely no concept of how to bluff that, so I just told the story. <laughs> I think that, that's <laughs> the no, best way to I, play it. Yeah, yeah. All right, point there for Angela. No, to, to, to Sarah now. Now, Tom's first job was pushing a dinner trolley at a golf course. He loved it and would give long, eloquent monologues about each dessert. The patrons hated him. So much so that one afternoon, an actual fight broke out in the club because Tom was taking too long with the desserts. Yeah or nah? Um, can you uh, can you remember any of the desserts on the trolley, Tom? Um, 
I think there were things like a uh, tartar citron, uh, a lemon bavoir. Do you recall the um, the monologues that you used to do about these particular? <laughs> I think I did something like, um, "Would you care, uh, ladies and gentlemen, maybe for a fruit salad or a lemon bavoir, maybe a tartar citron, an apple flan, a, a rambaba." A trifle, don't trifle with me, sir. A um, <laughs> a a a maybe maybe some cheese for the gentleman, um, and uh, it would go on for so long that uh, it's hard to imagine would, why they would hate you. That they would <laughs> find it something of an interruption to their afternoon. That's quite a lot of um, it's quite a lot of dessert for a golf course, isn't it? Well, it was. It wasn't like the actual. It wasn't like the the whole of the golf course. It was like in the clubhouse where they were serving yeah. the food. It was. I wasn't doing it on like the eighth hole on the green. <laughs> <laughs> you pushing a trolley through the bunkers. Sorry to interrupt um, you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, that just seemed like quite a lot of dessert for for a simple golf club, though. Isn't it? I don't know how. Much, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with, um, with with golf clubs menus, but. Was the was the were the rest of the dishes that elaborate? Um, no, I uh, they were not. They were mainly um, I think they were mainly chicken. And <laughs> <laughs> no, that was it. Um, was that the name of the restaurant as well? Mainly chicken. If only it had been as imaginative as that. What was it called? Uh, it was called Sundridge Park Golf Club. Makes sense, doesn't it? Um, why do they need a trolley? Well, I mean, do I look strong? Imagine <laughs> <laughs> Tom carrying ten plates. Like, yeah, well, no, but we've all been in restaurants. We know that's not how it works. You just you just look at a menu. Well, these were different times, Sarah. I, I can't what, work what out think, whether Sarah? or not he's playing me like like a fiddle, or this is all fucking bullshit um but i'm just gonna have to say no i don't believe that this is true sarah you are incorrect this is a oh, true no! story classic, classic me story classic me story well i thought it could be i could be because i had a recollection of you doing something ridiculous as a child but that's my first job. Just, I thought, just one thing tom just only one, one ridiculous thing, thing. i thought if you were gonna normal. write a lie story about tom allen that would be the one you'd write yeah I'm not surprising. Oh. Nobody needs surprises from me. I'm okay. very surprised at how good a liar you are. That was, that looked Fantastic. like bullshit. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. pretty impressed with that. I've realized that, well, because I, I had to convince I you it was a lie. I thought I was in control of that. Yeah. Well, you, you have to convince, I knew it was true, of course. So I knew I had to make it sound like I was making it up. But not in too yeah, much of an overt I should have done that with Angela, whereas I just sort of Rather than just basically telling her <laughs> But yeah, I worked there, and, yeah. I, and they'd be I like, said, no, what? actually, here are the real facts. <laughs> oh, no, it's a... well, I think I went, yeah, straight away. It did feel like a very Sarah family story. Mm. You, were, like... you were right in that, though. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Have I finally got some right. points? You got a point. One <laughs> point. You're on the board. <laughs> well, you get another one here. Worth, now, yeah. this, one's, this one's to you, Tom. Now, to Tom, was Susie, when Susie was seven years old, she was desperate to have a dog, but her parents did not allow it. The neighbours did have one, however, so Susie stole it. The neighbours watched her walk into the backyard, take the dog and leave. When they knocked on the door, Susie swore she had no idea where the dog was and the neighbours said, well, if you do know, there is a $10 reward. Susie returned the dog 
took the money, and the lesson she learned was crime actually pays. <laughs> yeah or nah? Well, I'm erring on the side of yeah. Uh, I very much, by the way, enjoy the Australian yeah. I'm particularly the Australian nah, which yeah nah nah nah. My <laughs> my cousins. The other week, the other week, I had some Americans on the show, and I taught them tar as a thank you. Oh, tar. they never heard that. They never heard tar. Tar mm. and reckon. Uh, two of them were from the south and say reckon. I reckon that's true. Oh, yeah, they, they don't have that, yeah. do they? I've never heard them. They don't have that, no. I reckon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They miss out, don't they? Um, funny they weren't making so much noise. Um, they, uh, <laughs> um, Susie, Susie, Susie. What was the breed of the dog? It was a black Labrador called Sultan. Um, and uh, how, how big was Sultan? Uh, Sultan felt like a horse at the time. If I stood next to Sultan and put my arm around his neck, then I could kind of lean on him a little bit. Like, a, I'm, I'm not very tall anyway, but, you know. You were the size horse. of a Labrador. And um, what, were your parents aware of this little uh, racket you had going on there? Oh, yeah, because I had the dog in our backyard. But they didn't want you to have a dog, so what did they say when you brought through Sultan? I mean, they were distracted, Tom. There was a lot of kids running around. Yeah, it was like, what's this about this week? A dog in the backyard. <laughs> Last week, she's growing mushrooms, you know. She's, she's a magic mushroom farmer, <laughs> and I've got a lot of bread rolls to put in that freezer. Um, the, and, a, and a dog thief. And now, and now she's stealing dogs. So, but presumably Sultan would have been making a lot of... They're quite boundy, aren't they, Labradors? So they would have been making quite a lot of mischief. I, I remember him being quite a sleepy dog, like I think, just I think wanting to lay out in the sun. Yeah, Labradors after the age of seven turn into like beanbags. They don't really do oh, much. Okay, mm. okay. Okay, that's a lovely description, a walking beanbag. Mm. Um, and They're hard to get up from. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stick to your back in the summer. Yeah. Just have to mm. roll on the floor and get up. And if you cut them open... Yeah. Oh. oh no, Sarah! <laughs> oh, Sarah. <laughs> um, and did you? Uh, so okay, so he's quite a big lump of a dog, but you are a tiny child. We can put his arm, put our arm around him. Um, how did you? How did you lead him astray? I, I'm confused. I just, I just lured him out with food. What food? I would just cover my hands in peanut butter. From the sandwiches that your sister left? <laughs> From the sandwiches, yeah. Just go under her bed, get the liquid sandwich, walk around to the neighbour's backyard, steal their dog. Classic childhood tale. Classic. That's very inventive for a child, I would say. What, seven years old? Well, I was a very inventive child, Tom Ellen. Do you think that's hard to believe? Mm, yeah, that is actually. It is quite, well, um, so you've covered your hands in peanut butter. You've gone round to their yard. How have you got into their yard out of interest? Do you have an inter- inter- connecting gate? Well, we lived in a cul-de-sac. Uh, as established. As established. I've seen cul-de-sacs in, in both this country and, and in Australia <laughs> via the medium of Neighbours, the most famous cul-de-sac in the world. Yes. Um, they, they had a side gate. Going between each other's backyards? Not between each other's, but their side gate was never locked. It was just like a latch that you could put your hand through the hole, flick it up and walk through. Again, a very ingenious six or seven-year-old to know about breaking and entering. And so you crept into your next-door neighbour's house. What were their names again? Our next-door neighbours were the Sullivans. The Sullivans, <laughs> and they had a dog called, a, called Sultan. Called Sultan. S- Sultan Sullivan. Sultan Sullivan. 
Um, and so you went over to Sultan Solomon's house. You let you broke into their garden using your own your own flimsy childish wrists. And um, <laughs> they were quite strong from pumping um, selector sprays full of water. Of course, that will build up. Yeah. That will build up. Yeah, it will actually. That's the best motion for it. So yeah, they do do things like that. I'm saying that. I feel like for adults, they have things. Anyway, um, you see the dog. You're not scared of the dog. The dog, the which dog. is the same size of you, almost like a horse to you, you already described it as. You then hold your hand out to this horse dog, covered in peanut butter, which you know it loves to I, eat. I didn't have to hold it out because it would it smelt it and would just start licking my hand straight away. Your hand that had just come through the gate, it immediately started licking it. You then, it then followed you? And so then you kept it in your back garden. And when um, the Mr. and Mrs. Sullivan, did they have first names? Oh, for the life of me, I cannot remember. Because I think I called them Mr. and Mrs. Sullivan my whole childhood. Really? Because you grew up in neighbours? <laughs> <laughs> With Mrs. Mangle on the other side. And, um, and so Mr. and Mrs. Sullivan, when they came a-knocking, looking for their dog, Sultan, their beloved Labrador... What did you, did you not? Did Sultan not bark? Dogs love to bark at, a, at the door. I, honestly, we just remember him being a very sleepy dog who would spend a lot of time outside just laying down in the sun. So he came into your garden in the sultry Sydney sun, lay out in it, famously, famously mild, and, um, and then when his, when his actual owners came by, he didn't stir and they didn't notice that he was there. And then... I mean, the, j- the jig was up. They, they, they knew he was there. I knew that they knew he was there. I was just hoping that they would not take him back. What did Mr and Mrs Sullivan do for a living? Uh, he owned a butcher and she worked in the front. So he was in the back room and she worked at the, at the counter. The same... This is like an episode of How to Get Away with Murder. It is. I mean, I'm, sorry, I'm I've gone in far too deep on this. Also, I kept being Catherine Kim in this. Yeah, I'm uh, looking at you, Tom. You should play Poirot, or you should mm. be in a show where you are the de- like the detective. And end every episode, you give this big soliloquy about just recapping everything, and then yeah, fit as a butcher's dog, as the expression yeah. always goes. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> what do you think, Tom? Yes. Or sorry, no? I've dragged yeah, it out. No. It's, I've just been quite intrigued by. It's been quite fun for me, not for anybody else. But um, I would say this is no. Tom, you are correct. This is not a true story. Ah, I knew it. Of course you wouldn't Uh. call them Mr. and Mrs. Sullivan. (laughs) Uh, I called my neighbours Mr. and Mrs. Norton and Mr. and Mrs. Flight. Still do if I see them. Polite. I I can't can't uh. remember their names. Oh, next door neighbours. But did they? And it was the the. To be honest, it was being a small child luring a massive Labrador away from its home, and not and it not running off. That was, I think, what did it for me. But the dog was true, right? You did have a, a neighbour, and you weren't allowed to have a dog. No, we we no, we had a dog very briefly called Apollo. Um, but yeah, he didn't last very long in our house. Dad gave him back to the vet. Um, but there like was Apollo a next door neighbour's dog. <laughs> there was um, the next one I was did have a dog called Sultan and I did love him and there are lots of photos of me hugging that dog's neck as a child um, I completely loved him but um, but no I never stole him never nicked that dog oh. never nicked that dog there's still time alright to Susie now Angela won a comedy award and with that award she won a large sum of money which she used to fly to Barcelona to meet a man she'd never met but had chatted to online she loved this man until she didn't, which just happened to be before they actually met. 
So Angela used her money to fly to Barcelona to break a man's heart. Yeah or nah? I think yeah. You don't want to ask any <laughs> questions. Well, I really no, misunderstood I just, this. I just wanted to say... <laughs> All right. You're going to say I just, yeah? I just want to say that was my gut instinct. Also because I know Angela has won awards. And broke Or at least she should... If, yeah, if you haven't won awards, you should, Angela. Um, oh, now I'm doubting everything. But my gut instinct was yes. You're going to say yes? I'm going to say yes. Susie, you are Angela. correct. That is a true <gasps> story. Yes. yes. Now no questions story, asked. Angela. Yes. <laughs> to tell us. Uh, so I won a comedy award for this show I did, which was when I fell in love with a man on the internet and ended up in prison in the UK and got <laughs> deported. And then I used the money from that show to meet another man from the internet. And, uh, I don't know how to, yeah, my best friend was like, oh, you should, you should meet my friend. I think you'd really like him, but he lives in Barcelona. And I was like, well, I've got money. I could go and see him. And I went to, and it was actually fine. He wasn't a creep. We were the same age, which was good. Um, I should say uh, my ex-husband was 30 years older than me. So, Yeah. Oh, I'm wow. raising more questions. Sounds... Yeah, you're so not clearing questions. anything up. <laughs> so... What did What did the man in Barcelona do? Uh, he's a music um, professor or lecturer, so he teaches music composition. And did something happen to make you fall out of love with him, or it just was that thing like, oh, this is not exciting anymore? Oh no, we didn't fall out of love, but we realised that we were both. Oh, we tried to sleep together, but it felt like masturbation. I was like, oh, we're too alike. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> It's <laughs> raised more questions. And you don't eh? like masturbation? Oh, it's just I, if I'm going to sleep with someone, I don't want it to feel like I'm sleeping with myself. I yeah. quite like that. And I'm so sorry you were in, in prison, like. Oh, uh, for for two, for two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, that was the detail that stuck out for me. Um. Yeah, sorry, that was a minor detail. For I was me. fixated on the <laughs> masturbation bit. But. Yeah, I was in. Um, oh, it's going, okay. It's a whole I, show. Can I just say the time? There's a whole show with this. Mm. Yeah. Are you still in touch? With my ex-husband? With the people no, in with prison? with the musician. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, no, my ex-husband after the prison thing was like, maybe we shouldn't. Was the prison called Armitage Shanks? <laughs> oh, Armitage Shanks. No. I just got a message from um, the music tech that did um, the show and um, he said, oh, Rose West has got the vaccine because she was part of the show. I didn't know who she was, and I kept saying she was my best friend because everyone kept saying she was famous. And um, so this is Rose it, from Rose and Fred West, who yeah, <laughs> from Rose okay. and Fred West, <laughs> yeah, the, the famous that duo, wonderful um, double act. Yeah. So what, um, <laughs> she's got the vaccine. When was this happening? Yeah, I just I just got a message today from. So apparently she's got oh. the vaccine today. And I, I don't think she needs to be vaccinated anymore. <laughs> I think she's. She needs to be put down. <laughs> I think she's. I think she's beyond vaccination. I think I she's. Um, she was yeah, dead. yeah, yeah. She's not dead. She's alive. Angela, yeah. do you regret spending the money on that? Ah, oh, no. The first day I arrived there, we went to a fruit stall and I found these grapes, and um, <laughs> they were really good grapes. <laughs> And then I ate so much, and, then, and when I came back, I was diabetic. Oh my goodness! That's a lot. Sorry, of just to clarify, 
Rose West is not dead, uh, but she's had quite a bad reaction to the COVID <laughs> vaccine. Mm. Oh no! Oh, not Rose, not Angela's best friend. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, she so was what on my prison? Best what prison were you in? I was in H and P Bronzefield, which had Rose West at the time. No way! But you didn't yeah. cross paths. No, no, never. I was. Um, but it was weird. I was put in a lifers ward. <laughs> For how what? long? I was only there for two months. Two and months? Only two months? <laughs> Christ. Yeah. I made a lot of good friends, though. Like, they were very friendly. I think, like, Life is Wood was a lot more chilled then. Is the book called I, Friends for Life? Friends for Life. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But this is this is your show. It's Your show is down the, it's called Down the Rabbit Hole. It's, yeah. Like, there'll be a chance for people to see it, right? Like you, No. There's not? No. Turn it into a book then. <laughs> Please turn it into a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need to say that I tried to um, impress Mate's husband by saying I was best friends with Rose West, and then he said, "You know, she's a serial killer." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" No, I thought she was like famous. <laughs> I was nineteen. I just thought she was, you know, like a celebrity, like Paris. British Hilton people don't just imprison people for being famous. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she was like a. Yeah, that's true. I should have thought of that. It's usually the opposite. <laughs> They're famous and they avoid prison. Mm. Yeah, infamous. Yeah, that's true. All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Tom, you're on two points. Sarah, <laughs> you're on two points. Angel, you're on six points. But in the lead on seven points, it's Susie Yusuf. I, wow. I'm, I'm in shock. I just, I can't believe we've touched on this subject so late in the game. This is all I want to talk about for the rest of mm. my life. This is, I'm so fascinated. I can't, I'm, I. Well, it's up to you, Angela. If you want to talk about it, you can talk about it. Yeah, just, yeah, sure. Oh, okay, yeah. I just felt bad because it's, like, come in quite late and it's like, oh, that's the show. No, no, it's just, <laughs> it's just I, I knew this story in the research, but when, like, for the listeners, I, I send off a little, like, questionnaire and, and this story wasn't included in the questionnaire. So I was like, oh, she doesn't want to talk about it. But if you want to talk about it, I'm, I'm very happy oh, yeah, to Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine talk to talk about it. About it. Um, yeah, I married my – so I, I was 16 or 17 when I was on the internet and I was chatting to this um, 46-year-old man – from the UK and um, I'd made a plan to run away from my family to to meet him uh, and then I married him and uh, I think things just fell apart you know like it was kind of I, I left my family and everything and then uh, his dad died which isn't a shock because his dad was 91 but um, when we went to go and collect his things from his dad's house, one of the items was an engagement photo of his ex-wife. And um, that became, like, that ate me up inside. So I attacked him by pushing the frame of his, the photograph over his head. Like in a cartoon? Like, really. But, yeah, no, I didn't do it fast. I did it really slowly because I didn't want to hurt him or anything. I just wanted to prove a point and... Sorry, what was the, what was the point? The point was, like, don't bring your ex-wife's photo home, I guess. Yeah, unless you want to wear it like a necklace. Yeah. that Yeah, and then um, the metal spoke that holds the glass in kind of scratched his neck, and then I dared him to call the police. And then he didn't, so I called the police. And then I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Then I hung up, and the police came, and then I got arrested. Uh, and then I was, like, out, like I was just a bratty 19 year old getting arrested and I kind of made it worse for myself. It, so, it's, 
Yeah, this show won a comedy award, but it's coming yeah. across as trauma right now. But... <laughs> How so, long were you? What yeah, was your sentence? Because you're this is in the UK and you're from New Zealand. So yes, was yeah. there any like were they just going to send you back to New Zealand? No. So I was on a marriage visa and okay. um, I had to. I had. Oh, it's such a legal drama, but. Um, I was in prison for two months waiting to get sentenced, so I was on remand. And then I was sentenced to be in a bail hostel for three years. And then I was eventually removed back to New Zealand. Yeah. I'm going to say nah. (laughs) (laughs) It does. I'm so sorry. This is such a... I, I, no. It just makes my I, dessert I trolley story really pale into insignificance. <laughs> like. yeah. oh. But know, it's so strange. Like shit. Oh. I started doing comedy because I was just like my. I think I felt kind of weird. I worked as a secret. I worked as a legal secretary because I was like, I've got the experience of courts. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever worked in a court before? You like? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's um. <laughs> and the only law that I hadn't been in, which was corporate law, but finance. Uh, yeah, I, and I got divorced as well. He divorced me, so I was like, I know divorce lawyers. Um, yeah, yeah. I would, I, re- I, I would read this book. Yeah. It's an extraordinary story. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that's what the show was based on. And it was, um, it was kind of weird. I started getting TV appearances in New Zealand. I was like, oh, fuck, people don't know this story, so I better tell it. And that's why that's, that show came out. Next guys, round. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. You can cut this out too as well, right, Josh. No, this is the most interesting thing of the whole podcast. Hey, Josh, hang on. <laughs> the stuff about the sandwiches? <laughs> I'd love to see this as a TV drama, but the scene where you slowly lower the picture onto your husband's head would be so disappointing, yeah. wouldn't it? As a climactic yeah. moment. Oh, Although, so there is a film coming out. I am writing a film about it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Can I right. make a suggestion? Yes. I think you should call it Framed. That was one of the... Yeah, we were thinking about what to call it and Framed did come up. Okay. You've been right. framed. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There'll be Next no copyright round. issues. <laughs> Next round is called Who 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 Who. In this round... <laughs> I'll read out 10 questions about you four. You four. You have to buzz in and tell me who you think it's about. Your names, your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Is it us four? Right. Just us four. The us answers four. Are. You four. Yep, you four. I'm not included, just you four. Yeah, Josh, Josh knows the answers. Yes. Oh, question yeah. <laughs> Question one Who here has never had a cup of tea? Who here told me they've never drunk a cup of tea? Angela. Yes, Angela. Susie. No, Susie. it's Tom Allen. Tom Allen has never oh, drunk a cup wow. of tea. Oh, wow. What? Don't like tea. But you work that on Bake Off. I know. It's not called Tea Off. That would be a golf thing. <laughs> <laughs> you still wouldn't be drinking tea. You'd be doing do the you desserts. Do you drink coffee, Tom? Do you drink any hot I do drinks? Drink, I do drink coffee, yeah. Okay. Because I always find it weird when I meet adults who don't drink any hot drinks. Oh, yeah. That would be, or mm. I'm uh, full of admiration for anybody who doesn't drink caffeine. But I do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't anymore. Oh, you're no. one of those people, Susie. Do you feel good for yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, I don't have a choice. It's a migraine trigger for me, and it's so oh. boring. Please do the next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Who at fifteen stole the uniform of where they worked because they thought they looked great in it? Sarah. 
Yes, Sarah. Angela. You are correct. Yes, it was Angela. <laughs> yes. But you know about her life of crime now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I actually stole it and role played with it in my ex husband's house. What was the What was the place? Oh, it was like Pack and Save, which is like a really shitty supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> Next question: Who would like it known they are not sad? They just have sad resting face. Angela. Yes, Angela. Sarah. You are correct. Yes, it was Sarah. Yes. <laughs> no offense. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, she, you do. Yeah. See. Oh. <laughs> that was me. Just completely relaxed. Oh, uh, Sarah. I, I'm still. I had someone on Instagram. I posted a photo of myself, and someone wrote very sad eyes, and yeah. it was like a happy photo. And I'm like, it, it, it shook me. I still haven't been. Every time I post a photo of myself, I'm like, how are my eyes looking? Oh yeah, they look. They look quite sad sometimes. Oh, maybe you do. It makes me... sad eyes, Josh. Hang on, look yeah. happy. Smile at us. Smile at us. Yeah, yeah. Sad eyes. That's I've what I said to Susie when I missed the podcast last week. I was like, yeah. I feel worse because of Josh's. I think I said innocent face, <laughs> yeah. but I meant sad yeah. eyes. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a selfie he posted, and he looked really sad. I oh, know. Uh, question four: Who who once had a job where on their very first day it was pizza and massage day, and they still think it's the best job they've ever had? Tom. Yes, Tom. I think that was Susie. You are correct. That was Susie. Yeah. I bet it was the project as well. The project. No, no. It was a print. <laughs> it was a printing company, and the and it was like, it's just a temp job. I was only there for two weeks, but the day that I arrived was pizza and massage day. At the same time, like massaging pizza into each other. <laughs> yeah. Pizza and massage day a traditional day? Like, is that a... No, yeah. I'd never heard of it before and I've never had a job like it since. It, it should Amazing. be. We should get rid of like Shrove Tuesday or like Pancake Day <laughs> and have Pizza and Massage Day. Need, was yeah, I need take it? pizza over pancakes. Yeah. Or in this country, we have a massive debate about Australia Day, which I'm like, get rid of it. Mm. Introduce Pizza and Massage Day. I reckon you get more than 50% of the people say, yeah, that's, that's good. Do you have so. um, steak and blowjob day? Oh. <laughs> uh, also known as Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. Who says they can smell snot? They, they can Tom. smell snot. Yes, Tom. Uh, Angela, definitely. You are correct, yes. <laughs> oh, wow. No question. Mm. <laughs> so Angela, can you can you smell in your own nose? Is that what you think? Yeah, you can do? I can. I don't smell other people's snot. That's weird. I just smell my own. <laughs> I can smell it's not, it. It's not that I'm trying to smell it. It's just that I'm aware of it. It's in your nose. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the one thing you can't escape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next question: Who here? It's a different kind of person. Who here? Who here befriended Ben Elton? Who befriended Ben Elton? Angela, I'm yes, gonna guess Tom. No, it was Sarah. Oh damn it! Damn it! I did meet him once, but I wouldn't say we're friends. How did you meet him, Sarah? Uh, I was a runner a few years ago on Upstart Crow, and ah. um, his agent was very rude to me uh, in front of. Did him. you bond over that? Um, well, so I'd sort of gotten on well with him throughout the series, uh, and. Um, we talked about stand-up quite a lot. I, I told him that I was interested in stand-up and things, so we talked about that. And then on the last day, I'd finished my shift, and they said, oh, you can go and join the rap party. And we'd done it sort of staggered. So some people were still working, but I wasn't still working, and I was sat 
just chatting to a few people and Ben was on the other side of the room talking to some other people and this woman who stood with him beckoned me over and I walked over and she just pointed at his glass and went Ben's glass is empty and uh and I said oh I'm oh well I'm technically off the clock but I'll help you out and I took his glass out of his hand and she took she grabbed my wrist and said well I tell you something get back on the clock Uh, was it a metaphorical thing was he was she like his glass is empty and you were like I'll befriend him yeah well yeah 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 I'll fill up his cup um and so I, I hadn't particularly enjoyed the, pro- the experience of being a runner. I think anyone who talks about being a runner is just generally very unpleasant. Uh, and um, uh, I, I left, I got him a drink and then I left because I thought, you know what, fuck this. I've very much had enough of, uh, of, of being treated like this. Uh, and I got on the tube at Waterloo, got off the tube uh, near my flat. I'd been on for about half an hour. And by the time I got signal again, I had a voicemail uh, and it was, it was Ben Elton. Uh, and he was apologising to me for the way his agent had talked to me and said, that's not how we do things. Uh, that's not how I would want anyone to talk to anyone. I really, really apologise. And he said, I'll, gi- I'll give you a ring back tomorrow and uh, just make sure you're OK. Um, very nice man. It wasn't his agent agent. It was a different. It was somebody who worked for his agency. I should say it wasn't his specific wow. agent. I, if you saw me Google looking down, I was, I, was, I was just Googling who that was. Yeah, yeah, I thought you might be dumb. <laughs> no, I think it was it was an agent for one of the things he does, but it wasn't his sort of main agent, I should stress. That sounded awful. Yeah, mm. I'm so yeah. sorry about No, no, no. But nice Great of him, story, nice though. of him to uh, own, yeah. own up to it. And then he sent me a dick pic. So aggressive to grab someone's wrist as well. Yeah, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. It was I kind quite, of like the demeaning. line. I do like the line, though, like, get back on the clock. I'm like... That's good writing. He'd written the script for that scene, actually. Yeah. Um, Next yeah. question. Who who here once absentmindedly left their friend at a service station in another country? Angela. Uh, I had Angela first. Susie. Yes, you are correct. It was the point there for Susie. Oh, for Angela. Yes, what country? Italy. Such a lovely service. It was one of those two of us. Don't know why we all gasped at Italy. <laughs> Italy. <laughs> no. <laughs> of all places. And w- when was this, Susie? This was in 2007. Oh, so, so was. Not related w- to the sun dried tomato incident. No. Was that. They were just tomatoes then. when she left them at that service station. <laughs> Did they have did they have a phone with international roaming? Could they call you and tell you? It was or... 2000 and it's 2007, Josh. I, didn't I know, but like, I, I think she had like a little Nokia or something. Yeah, that, that was. I don't think she had international like not. I think it was just her Australian cut, like SIM card that she racked up a bill of like three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, for one How many wow. people were you with? Yeah. There was like thirty of us on a tour bus, and it was oh, one of those okay. things where it was like you've got five minutes, go to the toilet, buy your baguettes or mm. your focaccias or whatever, and then come back onto the bus. And I love how you went with like the stereotypical away. bread of whatever country. You began. Go buy your carbs, get back on the bus. And yeah, she just she was always running late, and we were really tired. It was towards the end of the tour, and she kind of had all of her stuff stacked up on her chair on her seat. So it was like a suitcase and a, a towel, and we just assumed she was under all of it and didn't really notice until about like a couple of k's down the down the autobahn, and then we had to autobahn. You went to Germany. 
Well, it was between, well, whatever it was. What's the highway in Italy called? I can't remember. I don't even know. I was just being facetious. <laughs> it's, it's a true story, Tom. It's not true at all. Autobahns are in Germany. I know they're called autobahns in Germany because of the Kraftwerk song. That's what it's like. Yeah. And because of the catcher and the guests. Autobahn was so. like a, they sold bikes. <laughs> I think we've got, I think they are in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. It, it's a, yeah, in Australia, it's the, uh, yeah, car shop. All right. Who here had a home economics teacher that pronounced sandwiches as sandwiches with a G instead of a D? Sandwiches. Susie. Yes, Susie. Tom Allen. It was Tom Allen, yes. Point there for Tom. Sandwiches. 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 Also, Ronnie Ronnie Cheng pronounces it sandwiches. Oh, really? Yeah, he he had a whole routine about... Oh, about sensible sandwich. Sensible sandwich. And then he even said, that's how I say sandwich. It goes, this is my oh. third language. Get used to, yeah. so, well, I don't think she was speaking in a third language, but she did say sandwiches. Year seven, get out your sandwich project. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of a sort of subject where we'd all mess around. Yeah. And yeah. so, well, I wouldn't I take it very seriously, as has played out for me. But yeah. um, <laughs> the um, but the uh, for the other people, but they didn't care about it, and they thought it was just another opportunity to make fun. A poor home economics teacher. Food tech, we call it actually here. Do you call it food tech? Uh, we call it food tech, food tech as well. Yeah, same. Mm. Yeah, food tech. I don't know why. Oh. I, I kind of liked home ec or even cookery. Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. We called it home ec. Yep. All right, next question. Who here once ruined a whole busload of people's holiday because of this person and their friends? So this person ruined a whole busload of people's holiday because of the way their friends and them were acting. Susie. Yes, Susie. Sarah Keyworth scratched her eye. Yeah, you are. You, well, no, I do have an. That's true. That's an itch in my eye. <laughs> it's an itch. <laughs> that is true. What were you I doing on the bus, Sarah? What did you do? Uh, well, I didn't really do anything. Uh, I. Oh, yeah, that's what they all say. Uh, it wasn't me. Um, Angela uh, was bunking with a whole bunch of people who didn't do anything. It wasn't them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd got out and got very drunk the night before, and um, uh, one of my friends didn't uh, drink very much very often. Uh, and she decided she wanted to k- keep up with us. Uh, and she got so drunk. And, we were, and we'd booked to go to a water park. We were about 18. And we'd booked specifically to go to a water park. So this whole coach was going to a water park. And, uh, and my friend Emily was vomiting the entire way. Uh, and we had, to, they, we had to pull over. Um, so all these children waiting to go to the water park had to watch an 18-year-old girl throw up for about 45 minutes before they were allowed to go in. And then we went to the water park and... Um, she didn't go on any slides, fortunately. Oh, that's <laughs> the saddest part of it all. Yeah. <laughs> In the theme of vomiting in this show. Yeah, mm. it's good. Uh, and our yeah. last question for the game. But we didn't even here? leave what? her at the side of the road, Susie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit, Sarah Kibbeth. Who here once had Joan Collins tell them they had a bit of toilet paper stuck on their shoe? Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Uh... Susie. No, that was Tom Allen. There. Oh, 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 baby. Did my, I did my awkward face, my wandering face, you, and you fell for you it. You were very I went, good. I was looking at your yeah. face, Tom. You were very good. Well, I Such thought a that was a bluff. Tom. I thought that was a bluff. Fuck's sake. That's, only, that's my only interaction right. with Jen Collins. <laughs> so at the end of the game, the scores are Sarah Keyworth, two points. Oh. Tom Allen, four points. Wow. Angela... Angela Dravid, six points, but our winner on nine points, it's Susie Youssef. Oh. Thank you so much. Gosh, this is so nice. Well done, Susie. Now, because you win, Susie, you, you can plug, promote whatever you want to promote first. Go for uh, it. I, I, I can't 
wait to read Tom Allen's book. That's all I really want to say. <laughs> oh, that's Very a nice. nice thing to say. Oh. I, don't, I don't have anything good coming up, so don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> that's the saddest thing I've done. <laughs> I'm well, no, it- <laughs> you've got something very good coming up, but we can't talk about it. That's what you're, do- you're doing now. Yes, that's right. Yes. yes. Okay. For the listener, I'll say that Susie's recording in Tasmania. You'll know what that means. Okay. Uh, Tom, where can people find you? Um, they can find me right here. Um, uh, and uh, and um, <laughs> if, they, if they choose to look, then they'll find me. <laughs> Whenever you search me out, that is where I am. I've got a book out, and you can buy it in Australia and New Zealand. Um, you can. And uh, uh, we can tell you the names of the uh, shops it's available in. Is <laughs> the is Booktopia or Mighty Ape? Uh, what's the book called? It's called No Shame, and it's no about shame. me being a, an eccentric living in suburbia as a child. Is the golf story in there? The golf cart? Yeah, it is actually, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Great. But I didn't mean to turn this whole evening into a promo for my book. No. you read it, Sarah. Mm. There's a little <laughs> foreword by Rose West. <laughs> <laughs> she was more than a little foreword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Christ. Angela, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter, I guess. Yep. Very yeah. funny. And in Auckland. All right. <laughs> and Sarah, where can people find you? Well, I have a radio show on BBC Radio. Uh, it's called Are You a Boy or a Girl? There's that. Uh, if you can't get it in Australia, sorry. Is it BBC uh, <laughs> Two? Uh, BBC Radio Four. Oh, Radio mm. Four, cool. Yeah. Um, I want that to be your catchphrase, Sarah. If you can't get it, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to so say that you. after jokes, actually. Yeah. If you don't get it. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Hey, thank you all so much for doing this. It was so much fun. Um, oh, listeners, uh, Comedy Festival tickets are on sale, so go to joshua.com.au, get a season pass oh, for the podcast, or come, come, and see, <laughs> <laughs> come and see me and Ben Lomas do a split show. It's called Apparently, because we're not sure if it's going to go ahead. Anyway, that's been lots of fun. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, this has been so fun. So lovely to see everybody. Well, what an episode that was. How good, how funny was Angela's story? And now we're in the oh. now we're in the parents' corner. The dad's it, in the, the dad's jingle? in the shed. Parents in the corner. Parents <laughs> in the corner. Yes. Parents in the corner. That was a great app, Josh. I loved Thanks. every every Thanks, second of it. I should show you the edit. It fucking took me ages. Hey, <laughs> so thank you for staying around, listeners. Now this is Ben Lomas. Hi. G'day. Hey. Comedy. Great. This is this is a couple of dads. Apparently some Just dads. Couple of dads who somehow found five minutes to actually spend time together, which is yeah. a rarity. It's been good. Now we didn't do it last week because because of lockdown. Even though we're doing this over Zoom now, but lockdown threw us in, into a tailspin. I had both kids at home and also editing, and my wife Beck was doing music classes from the lounge room, so we had to be <laughs> in rooms being quiet, and the kids were allowed to argue or fight, and so they knew if they asked me anything, yep, you can get it straight away because I can't have you making noise. Well, did you, get out of curiosity, because when they did announce the lockdown, did you how did did you go pick up the kids and and everyone was in shock? Were you were you doing that? I wasn't in shock. I I could see it coming, but it oh, was yeah. Every everyone was like, oh, I guess we're going into lockdown. Hopefully, it's only five days. Who there knows? Was, there was one mum crying. Going, oh, I can't do it. 
I can't do it. <laughs> I found now. I look. I've I've been very lucky. This whole lockdown, I've had good support and like you know, I've been yeah. pretty not blasé about it, but like. And, right, it, we'll just, and annoyingly, just, you didn't get fat. That's no, the thing I, I hate I got most. Fitter, if anything. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. How about a big cover? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, there were a lot of people who like this, this has really brought up some emotions that I didn't deal with after last like <laughs> lockdown. And I was like, yeah. all right. Okay. But it's hopefully only five days. I mean, I had, I had a bunch of work canceled. I was meant to be in Newcastle. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was the same, but also for me, it was different because I'd built a sauna for the third lockdown. So oh. I, I was just sitting in my sauna going, Hey, give it a couple more weeks. I'm fine. I'm fine. people." Well, the thing I was worried about, and this is, to do with my kid because he, my eldest boy, Oliver was about to go to Canberra for a camp. So they had a full week camp and they were leaving Monday of this week that this episode came out. And we were like really going, are they going to be allowed in? Are they like, and (laughs) Beck was worried going, what happens if there's an outbreak when they're there? And I said, they'll let a busload of school kids come in. If anyone's going to cross the border, they'll let a busload of school kids cross the border. He's there, okay? He's in Canberra, is what I'm saying. Like, I, I sent him away. Like, but it was it's the longest he's ever been away from uh, his mum. Like, so I've been oh, away yeah. for like two or three weeks at a time before, but she's never, she's, Beck's only ever spent one or two nights away from him. Like, Yeah, wow. That's, that's pretty full on. And, yeah. and did he cry? He didn't cry. He was he was saying he was a bit, bit nervous and, you know, emotions are run high and he had totally. short temper and it's just him dealing with the nerves. But the school's doing all these photos of the kids and Beck is like, oh, he looks he looks pretty sad in them. I'm like, he's in Canberra. He's fucking bored. <laughs> That's what it is. He's at, he's at the Parliament House. He's nine years old. He gives a shit about Parliament House. It's so funny because that won't change when he grows up and becomes a dad himself. Because I'll tell you what, when my wife goes away, my son goes, why are you so sad? <laughs> so the other, the other thing is because Oliver's away, Henry's here on his own and just like... Bored. Bored, but also ruling the roost. It's like, <laughs> hey, can we get burgers for dinner tonight? Hey, can we go get churros? Like, I'm like... Oh, mate. but yesterday he was—he had a bit of a snotty nose, so we're like, we better, we better keep him home, just because he's not sick. It's just that in the climate, you can't send your kid to school. Oh, absolutely. And and when you do see a mum drop off a kid like we had the other day with it, with what sounds like hooping cough, you're like, you've got balls. You've got massive balls to just shove a kid in a class of 30 with hooping cough. Well done. I don't know who you are. You're clearly a stressed parent, but congratulations on just throwing that one in the mix. Well done. Well, as I was saying, Ben, we kept me home for one day. He still had the study nose today. He's at school now. He's we said, <laughs> well, I can't it, do two days of it. <laughs> But it's so funny because then one gets one gets uh, gets jealous of the other. So I've got Teo today, yeah. and and it's just me and him. And I just wanted to do all these errands. It's just like Bunnings, it's Northland, it's everywhere. And he's just had food on the go. And then when he got to the when he got home, he's like, I cannot wait to tell my sister everything I've had. <laughs> He's just reveling it. I was like, what do you mean? And he started naming. I was like, oh man, I just gave him whatever he want all day long, just because yeah. he just stay along for the ride. Let's go, yeah. let's go. All right, so uh, we're only, what, five weeks away from apparently opening up? We, yep, we've we been practicing our songs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the dance moves are coming along very well. It's just, 
Uh, thank you, everyone, who's bought tickets so far. Yeah, and, quite a few. Yeah, and thanks everyone who who took advantage of those twenty four for twenty four hours ones, which you know, yes. massive saving of one dollar. Oh, I yeah. know. People were running to the laptop. I've got to do it now. I've got to do it now. With the booking cost, it saved me actually seventy cents. So, oh, fuck. Oh, Red sixty one reaping oh, reaping the rewards from apparently. It's amazing when marketing just from the past really doesn't reflect today. <laughs> so, also we put photos out, and I did. I did a little thing, Ben. I did a little funny thing where I cropped your you head out of it because I couldn't. It was fit, classic. It was a, fit it, it in. Look, it's, it's comedy's just not on the stage. It's also no. in Photoshop. Okay, <laughs> people need to know this. It's across platforms. But the thing was, so in all the photos, which you won't see because we cropped it out, I'm on my tiptoes. <laughs> I'm on my tiptoes, or as Mike Goldstein will say, tippy toes. Tippy toes. Yeah. But I've noticed from doing that, I've been doing that in photos more often now. So I did the show, The Snortcast, which is over in St. Yes. Kilda, run by um, Diana Nguyen. Very funny. Like, she's very funny. But she had a photo afterwards, and I thought, oh, they'll cut the... I'll cut the legs off this photo. It'll just be from waist up. Nah. So there I am next to Sonia Dioro on my tiptoes like a fucking idiot going, oh, come on, Diana. Like this is meant to be like, you cut, cut the feet out. Like I don't want to be standing but, like but I'm also, in heels. I saw that photo. You're in a triangle shape. So you did your best ability to be in the middle and at the back. So so you, so you could even look taller. But again, it, it, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't pull up. For a fact, it is tippy toes. It's I do say tiptoes. No, it's, it's tip never tiptoes. Never heard of tiptoes. That's the first time I've heard of it. I was Tippy like, gee. Toes. And, then, and then also, when you said it, I was just like, yeah, Michael, God, Mike, Mike's a bit of a dickhead. No, it's tippy toes. It's always been tippy toes. You stand on your tippy toes. If you're a child, you can say tippy toes. You get to 13, it's like, all right, mate, it's your tips of your toes. Tip toes. But, but anyway, anyone who's stepping on their tippy toes as an adult should really look at themselves. <laughs> well, all of this and more in the show. Apparently. More. Make more. sure. Make sure you get your tickets, people. Yeah. And also, but also just get them now. It's 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 a slightly smaller venue. We are gonna fuck around. So come yeah. for come for a laugh. It's not like I've been working working very hard to make sure my middle start and end just seamlessly fits together. I'll be asking you a lot of questions. <laughs> I I think it's gonna be I, I'm so looking forward to it and I, I cannot and I cannot wait for the, the fuck around. Like we, we're both gonna do a, a good chunk of stand up and then the end. Totally. And it's then we're just be, gonna fuck around. Like a podcast, and we'll fuck around. So it's only yeah. going to be good if the audience are there. Otherwise, it's me, you, and our tech. If there's our, a tech, who knows? Is there Group's a tech? So small. You're my tech, and I'm your tech. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, Benny. I'll see you next week. See you next corner. Oh no, Dad's corner. Oh, do this jingle. Dad's corner. Dad's corner. Dad's corner. Dad's corner. Dad's corner. <laughs> 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.